biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are locked on now. You are listening to Locked On Now, local experts on the biggest stories throughout the NBA. I'm your host, Kim Becker, and thanks so much for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. With the help of our Locked On NBA hosts, we'll give you everything you need to know from last night on the hardwood. Let's start with Wednesday's biggest game. The biggest game. The Dallas Mavericks' hot start to the season can, of course, be at least in part attributed to Luka Doncic, as can some of the blame for Dallas's loss to the Bulls last night in Chicago, however. Our Locked On Mavericks host called it the worst game from the superstar this season, and he had a lot more to say post-game. Dallas Mavericks fall to the Chicago Bulls in one of their worst games of the season so far, at least worst second halves of the season that they've had so far. Nick X said Locked On Mavericks podcast here. And Luka Doncic had one of his worst games of the season, I think, which is saying something because he had 28 and 10 in this game. Should have had probably 20 assists because the Mavs bricked so many wide open shots. Dorian Finney-Smith, Reggie Bullock were one of nine combined from three and they were all probably open looks. I mean, they just were missing so many open shots and the bench couldn't save them. Jalen Brunson came in in the second quarter, late in the first quarter and was able to get the lead back, but it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough for the Mavericks in the second half. They couldn't get anything going. And man, Alex Caruso, Lonzo Ball, the new additions for the Bulls were absolutely amazing. Caruso, six steals, 16 points for him. He was an absolute menace on defense. Those six steals don't even say how good he was on the defensive end. Lonzo Ball, seven threes in this game. He started super hot, was just knocking down everything. The team shot 48%. The Bulls did from three absolutely great game from them good offensive game all that the Mavericks didn't have enough defensively to, to stop them and that's why they couldn't come away with the win we'll talk about it more on today's Lockdown Mavs podcast the newest additions to the Bulls roster helped Chicago win and did an unusually hot night from behind the arc Locked On Bulls explains more What's up, Bulls Nation? Matt Peck here from Locked On Bulls with your post-game takeaway. The Bulls beat the Mavs at home. 117-107 was the final. And on a rare offensive off night from DeMar DeRozan, kudos to the Bulls for stepping up from behind the three-point line. Coming into tonight, the Bulls were dead last in the NBA in three-point attempts per game and 29th in the NBA in three-point makes per game at just 9.5. They drained 15 threes tonight, thanks in large part to Lonzo Ball, who was 7 of 10 from downtown to go along with his 21-6-6 and stat line. And also, shout out to Alex Caruso, thanks Lakers, who went 3 of 4 from downtown for 16 points, and his 6 steals on the defensive end chipped into some great fast break and transition easy buckets for the Bulls tonight, including some highlight dunks from who else? Zach Levine. The Bulls now head out on a five-game West Coast road trip, and it is a gauntlet. You got Steph and the Red Hot Warriors, both of the L.A. teams, Dames Blazers and Jokic and the Nuggets. Whew, that's a doozy of a road trip. But the Bulls begin that road trip with an 8-3 and three record and a nice impressive win over Luka and the Mavs. For a full breakdown of this Bulls win over Dallas, be sure to check out tomorrow's episode of Locked On Bulls wherever you get your podcasts. Locked On Bulls, your team every day. It was another hot night for Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Milwaukee Bucks as they beat the New York Knicks, who are now 2-4 and four at home. Here is Locked On Knicks with what is going wrong in New York. 
Hey, Alex Wolf from Locked On Knicks here, and the Knicks lose 112 to 100 to the Milwaukee Bucks at home at Madison Square Garden. The Knicks are now two and four at home for this season. Not a great number, uh, all things considered, considering that they're they play in what's supposed to be the world's most famous arena and what is definitely one of the world's loudest and and most boisterous home crowds uh, in basketball or otherwise. And the, the real story of this game, the starters just listless again, not trying. You know, you have all five starters, double-digit negative points in plus-minus, uh, including four out of five being minus 20 or lower. Every single bench player was a positive in this game, including uh, four out of the five being double-digit positives. So just a really bad effort all around from the starters in this game. Really great effort from the bench to almost bring the Knicks back again after being down over 20 points again to the Bucks. They get it within four in the fourth quarter. And, you know, Tibbs just kind of rode the bench for the last 12 to, in some cases, like 16 minutes or so. And they just kind of ran out of gas right at the end and weren't able to pull it out. But Suns got to change for the Knicks because this starting lineup just, just isn't it right now. But uh, listen for more analysis and more <laughs> complaining about this on Locked on Knicks for your Knicks coverage every day. And coming up next, we will go around the league to get everything else you need to know from the NBA last night. I'm Kim Becker, and you are listening to Locked On Now. We're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Welcome back to Locked On Now. I'm your host, Kim Becker, and thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. The Charlotte Hornets came out on top on the road over the Memphis Grizzlies 118-108 to as Kelly Oubre Jr. claims our best performance of the night with a season-high 37 points for Charlotte. Here's Locked On Grizzlies with more. The best performance. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Sean Coleman here with the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. And unfortunately, the Memphis Grizzlies fall to the Charlotte Hornets tonight in Memphis. The Grizzlies just really never gave themselves a chance. Though John Morant certainly looked like he was going to give them a chance. 19 first quarter points. Only the fourth Grizzlies player ever to have that many points in the first quarter. But after the Grizzlies let Charlotte creep back in to be within two after the first quarter, the Hornets just took control of the game from there. Turnovers, a 14-0 run by the Hornets to start off the second quarter, really got them the momentum. And though the Grizzlies did come back out in the sec in the third quarter with some good defensive adjustments, the Hornets' ability to have better offensive execution, better ability to make threes, and Kelly Oubre emerging as the best player in the game really made the difference. Oubre, for only the third time in his career, 
37 points and seven threes in a game. The Grizzlies just did not have an answer. Charlotte also having a plus 18 advantage from three and a plus 12 advantage from the line. Just didn't, it was too many obstacles for the Grizzlies to overcome. However, some positives. A combined 71 points from Jaw, Jaron Jackson Jr., and Dylan. Dylan had 20 points on the night. Also, the Grizzlies' defense overall, despite the struggles from three, did have some decent showings tonight, creating turnovers, getting stops when they when they needed to at times. But unfortunately, Kelly Oubre and the rest of the Hornets just were able to make enough threes and get to the foul line enough to win the game. We'll have this and much more on Dylan Brooks' return on the post-game edition of the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. Number one pick Cade Cunningham came out and scored his first 20-point game of what the Pistons hope will be a long and trophy-filled career on Wednesday. He beat out the Rockets and got a little heated along the way. And Locked On Pistons has the whole story. The Detroit Pistons get their second win tonight against the Houston Rockets on national television. I'm your host, Kuka Hill of the Locked On Pistons podcast. Cade Cunningham outduels Clarence Green tonight. In their head-to-head matchup, the Pistons will move to 2-8 and eight on the season. Kay Cunningham has 20 points, his first 20-point game of the season, shoots 8 of 18 from the field, gets 4 rebounds, 3 assists, while Clarence Green goes out and scores 23 points, but on 8 of 20 shooting, 3 of 11 from deep. He ends up taking this L right here, and things got a little bit heated with these guys, especially around when Jalen, or let me not say that, Clarence Green, Got around the baseline, was able to get a dunk off, and got in Kay Cunningham's face, screamed boy at him, and started screaming, got teed up. Uh, but, you know, he ended up holding this L in the end. So, uh, Kay obviously had a lot of hope with Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant honestly had a lot of hope from Kay Cunningham. Jeremy Grant had 35 points tonight, by far his best game of the season. But, yeah, all the eyes were on Kay Cunningham versus Clarence Green, and our guy gets that W. That man, Clarence, takes that L. We'll catch you guys tomorrow to talk about the rest of the things in this game. The Brooklyn Nets advanced to 8-4 after their win over the Orlando Magic 123-90. And we have both Locked On Nets and Locked On Magic here with the recap. Adam Armbrook with the Locked On Nets podcast. What does near perfection look like? It looks like Kevin Durant playing against the Orlando Magic. 11 of 12 from the field, 6-7 at the stripe. 30 points in just 29 minutes of action. Good Lord. The Slim Reaper was on fire. He did not take his foot off the gas until the Brooklyn Nets did as they cleared out the bench in a blowout victory. This is exactly what you want to see as they're working their way through the road trip. A dominant performance from wire to wire, starting to see things flesh out behind the two superstars in Durant and Harden. But listen, my friends, buckle up, strap in, and get your eyes on the TV because Kevin Durant is putting on a show each and every night since the start of and for the remainder of this fantastic NBA season. This is Philip Rossman-Reich, the host of Locked On Magic, live from the Amway Center after the Orlando Magic's 123-90 loss to the Brooklyn Nets. Yes, I had to look down at the box score, and yes, the Brooklyn Nets locker room is just on the other side of the hallway over here. Uh, this is just a difficult game for the Orlando Magic. Mo Bamba said after the game that the team didn't compete. It was really the first time all season that the team hasn't competed, certainly the first time since maybe that first New York Knicks game in Orlando back at the beginning of the season. Uh, the team, you know, in his mind, gave a little bit too much respect to Kevin Durant and James Harden. They certainly did that. Orlando was trying very hard to get the ball out of their hands, trying very hard to collapse the defense around them. Brooklyn did a great job connecting on three-pointers and making them pay for that overattention. James Harden with a triple-double. Kevin Durant with just an incredible 30-point performance 
Franz missed only one shot all game, and that was even with Franz Wagner frustrating him a little bit defensively, frustrating him a little bit as well defensively. But Kevin Durant's Kevin Durant. He's going to make tough shots regardless of who you have on him. Franz Wagner had a really nice game with uh, six steals in the game, but also four turnovers. Orlando just not able to get anything going offensively. They make only four three-pointers in the game. They took 32. So do the, do the math on that. It's not good. Orlando has to make shots to stay in the game. And certainly as they miss shots, they struggle to stay with their game plan and stay with it. The Orlando Magic fall to the Brooklyn Nets 123 to 90. My mask is slipping off my face. Uh, the Magic will back in action Saturday against the Washington Wizards. We will catch you then. The Boston Celtics jumped out to an early lead and never looked back against the Raptors on Wednesday. But it was the defense that was the biggest star in Boston's win. Our Locked On Celtics host explains. Hey there, John Corrales here at the TD Garden after the Boston Celtics 104-88 win over the Toronto Raptors. The Bull Gang's tearing the, the building apart behind me and the Celtics tore the Raptors apart in the first half, especially doing everything they couldn't do in the first game, holding the Raptors to 88 points. Just a tremendous defensive effort for the Celtics in this one. Jason Tatum with the big game, uh, even though he didn't shoot well. Robert Williams with a ton of offensive rebounds and putbacks. Uh, career high in offensive rebounds. Yeah, the Celtics hit a little bit of a uh, slump there in the second half, turned the ball over a ton, but they withstood what the Toronto Raptors were throwing at them, which is something that they haven't been able to do in the first half of the season. They've been doing a lot better at that in the, five, the past five or six games. So the Celtics get their revenge, so to speak, against the Toronto Raptors. And I'm going to talk about it on the Lockdown Celtics podcast, so make sure you're listening and subscribe and watch the show on YouTube. The New Orleans Pelicans hoped to be a decent team this season with breakout stars Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram, but neither of those players were on the floor last night, and it ended up leading to another New Orleans loss at home to the lowly Thunder. Locked on Pelicans searches for bright spots in their 1-11 start. It was a tank fest in New Orleans as the Pelicans fall to the Oklahoma City Thunder. I'm Jake Madison of the Locked On Pelicans podcast and Locked On NBA, and you've heard me say this before. No Zion Williamson, no Brandon Ingram, and the Pelicans lose. But this time, they lose to the Oklahoma City Thunder, which shows you just how bad this team and this roster is right now. Certainly, things will be better than 1-11 when Brandon Ingram comes back within the next week and Zion Williamson comes back uh, whenever... But it's not even mid-November, and it's time to start looking to the draft in 2022 if you're a Pelicans fan. So, excuse me while I go listen to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board podcast. The Indiana Pacers had an opportunity to steal a win away from Denver with the Nuggets dealing with injuries to their stars. But instead, Indiana fell to just 4-7, and seven, and Locked On Pacers wonders how the team let this opportunity slip away. Pacers lose a game they absolutely Needed to win. I'm Tony East, the host of Locked On Pacers here. And the Pacers fall 101-98 to the Denver Nuggets in Denver. Losing to Denver doesn't sound so bad, but the Nuggets were without Jamal Murray, Michael Porter, and Nikola Jokic. And yet the Pacers still could not get this victory that they really needed. The Nuggets were led by, by Will Barton, who was unbelievable in this game. Hit six of his nine threes, 11 of his 19 shots. Scored 30 points, a bunch off the dribble threes in the fourth quarter. And... This game was slow-paced. It's not like anything was so terrible for the Pacers. They had some guys have off nights, but they just could not get enough to keep up with a very depleted Nuggets team. It was certainly an offensive performance to forget for them. They needed they needed to win this game. It was a road game against a very depleted team. They, for once, had a health advantage, and they couldn't get it done. Bad loss, probably their second or worst loss of the season. Lots to break down and why this game went wrong for the Pacers. Tomorrow coming on the Locked On Pacers podcast.
The Golden State Warriors advance to 10-1 on the season with their win over the Minnesota Timberwolves. And we've got Locked on Timberwolves with more on the game against the top NBA team. Ben Beacon with Locked on Wolves here. The Minnesota Timberwolves fell to the Golden State Warriors by 13 on Wednesday night despite a career-high 48 points from Anthony Edwards, the second most points any individual player has scored in a game this season. Andrew Wiggins, though, had 35 against his former team on just 19 shots, included a couple of monster dunks more around and in the vicinity of Carl Anthony Towns than over him. But still, we all know Wiggs loves playing against his former teams and he came team teams and he came to play in this one. He had 22 just in the first half and was huge down the stretch. The Wolves trailed by 20 plus multiple times in this game, but were within four points late in the fourth quarter. But Steph Curry and Andrew Wiggins really dominated the fourth quarter, pushed the lead back to double digits, and kind of ran away around the midway point of the fourth. The Timberwolves' defense had a ton of breakdowns. A lot of the strides they've made defensively simply didn't show up in this one. Golden State got a bunch of easy three-pointers, wide-open three-pointers, and easy buckets at the rim. We're going to break it all down on the post-game podcast tonight. Make sure you're following and subscribe to Locked on Wolves wherever you listen to podcasts. And uh, make sure you listen to the post-game podcast. The Cleveland Cavaliers lost their offensive firepower with Colin Sexton's injury, and it showed on Wednesday in a loss at home to the Wizards. Our Locked On Cavs host tells you just how rough it was for what had been a strong Cleveland team at the start of the season. Hey everyone, Evan Damerell here, co-host of Locked On Cavs in-house at Rocket Mortgage Field House after the Cleveland Cavaliers' 97-94 loss to the Washington Wizards in the Locked On Now takeaway. It's clear when Cleveland's offense bogged down, especially in the third quarter, that they needed a quick, easy bucket, and the person to answer that call would have been Colin Sexton. This is the first game in a post-Colin Sexton era for the time being, and it's clear that the Cavaliers need to adjust and find a way to surpass what he brought to the table offensively. Hear about this and more on tomorrow's Locked On Cavs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. That's a wrap for us. Thank you so much for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. For more on the association and your team, make your second listen Locked On NBA and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kim Becker. This has been Locked On Now. Locked On, your team every day.